0: This episode is a repost. The Stand is taking a break for the Christmas holiday period and we are posting some of our favorite episodes from our back catalog. You can find more at thestandwithamandonte.com. Have a lovely Christmas and a happy new year.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
0: Hello and welcome to the Stand with Eamon Dumphy. Now, at the weekend, we learned that Bobby Charlton, so Bobby Charlton, had died. It was a moment of sadness for everyone who loved football, and also, I would suspect, for many English people who didn't know much about football, but they knew about Bobby, and they loved him and respected him. He epitomized a certain kind of English man, decent, modest, and brilliant, and In the England of his time, 1966, when he won the World Cup and throughout his career, 68, when he won the Champions League or as it now is, but the European Cup at that time, Bobby Charlton was, well, we'll find out in a moment because we're going to talk to somebody who played with Bobby and against him. That's the great John Giles, our own version of Bobby Charlton, if you like, the best of us, and Bobby... I think, was understood by the British people to represent the best of them, the English people, I should say, specifically, and his greatness as a footballer is something that would warm the coldest heart. John, thank you very much for joining us. We'll talk about the weekend's football later, briefly, but the death of Bobby being announced, we knew that he had dementia and had not been well, you were at Manchester with him, I think, for six years maybe, or was it a little longer? Seven. Seven <laughs> years, yeah. He was 86, three years older than you. You told me on a number of occasions, if my memory serves me correctly, that he was the greatest player you ever played against or saw.
2: Yeah. Best player I played with or against. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Without yeah. doubt. Without doubt. Yeah. No, he was... Uh, my first first time I saw Bobby, I went over to Manchester United. As you know, you couldn't go until you were 15. I was only 14, so they took me over the pre-season uh, to, to um, you know, the way they, they wanted to holiday. keep you. Yeah. Yeah. So it was pre- pre-season training, Eamon, and it was absolutely brilliant because uh, I was I was only 14, but I was able to watch them pre-season training and the practice matches and that. Yes, And Bobby was only, I was, Bobby would have been 17. Yes. And he got in on most of the practice matches. And I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I mean how good he was. He yes. was only 17 playing against, you know, Duncan Edwards and yes. uh, Roger Byrne and Tommy Taylor, uh, Taylor all these lads. Yeah. And uh, he was outstanding.
1: Yes. I mean. Yes.
2: He was outstanding. You know, yeah. he, was, he 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 did then what he did later on only better when he obviously when he got older. Yes. Um so that was my f- the first time I saw Bobby Charlton. Nobody'd ever heard of him at that stage. He was only 17, he hadn't played in the first team. Yeah. And he was he was he was the best player on the pitch.
0: And that group of players, Roger Byrne was the captain of the Busby Babes as they became known. Duncan Edwards was the heartbeat of the team. He was in digs with Bobby. They did their national service together. And Bobby as you told me at the weekend when we talked about this Bobby worshipped Duncan in particular yeah. and Duncan's death only yards from where Bobby was was a terrible blow that seemed to mark him for life John um, Yeah, he, in, he, in the he, sense he, he was, that his modesty never getting, going over the top when he won you know you see a guy like God forgive me for mentioning him Jack Grealish when City won the Champions League last year he went mad there was none, none of that with Bobby
2: Bobby never went mad, I mean, he was, <coughs> Bobby was, was, was amazing because Bobby was just getting in the first team at the time of the Munich Air disaster. Yes. And you know the great players, Duncan Edwards, and a lot of great players were, 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 yeah. were killed in that particular uh, uh, yeah.
0: situation. Liam Whelan, our own Liam Whelan from Dublin.
2: Yeah, our own Liam yeah. Yep. And, and and they were, the, they were both be babes. They were, they, you could pick two teams from it. I mean, yes. You know, and, uh, Bobby, I think he played in that particular match, but he was only sort of getting in the team. Yes. He's only a young fella. Yes. And uh, he had to carry the club.
1: Yes, afterwards.
2: Really carry the club after the Munich disaster. Yes. He was absolutely brilliant. Yes. He just came, because, like, nowadays, they, they wouldn't have been allowed to play. All.
0: Eight players died yeah. in the crash. And, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, John, Shay Brennan, a friend of both of ours, and a uh, player who was just outside of that team. Shay mm. played in their first match after the Munich air crash. I, I know that. I think he had to play yeah. out of position. I'm not sure, did Bobby out, play? Outside
2: in, left.
0: Yeah, outside left. Played, yeah, And he was a full-back <laughs> in the end, a right full-back when yeah. they won the European Cup yeah. in 1968. Yeah. But Bobby had to, as you say, carry that team. Yeah,
2: and it It was. It was. A, I think there was a big, obviously a big stress on him. Yes. Bobby was always well. I didn't know him that well before the Munich Eders, but he was a quiet individual. Yes. But you know when, that, when when he had to play after he got even quieter. Yes. I mean, yes. You know he was he was and he got the shakes. Bobby. Bobby didn't have the shakes before the Munich Eders. There was huge responsibility, and he, ca- he came straight from the crash. I think it was a week or two later, and started to play. Yes. In the, in the in the cup final uh, match against Sheffield Wednesday. Yes. All the way through. Yes, you know. Yes, and and there was no guidance in those days like you, you would have today, quite correctly. Yes, uh, so but he just did it. He, he did it from from. He was only getting into the team as a young fella, and then he had to carry the team through to the rest of the season, getting to the cup final. Yes, I uh, was. He was brilliant, but I think it took a lot out of him, I Amon, mean, at that particular time.
0: Yes, and uh, just for the record books, you know, to know how. His greatness was reflected. He won everything in the game that you could win. He won the Ballon d'Or. He was Footballer of the Year. He was the w- Golden Boot winner in the World Cup. And, of course, he won a World Cup winner's medal with England. He was Manchester United's record scorer until Wayne Rooney, who played many more games than him, surpassed him. He was United's leading appearance maker and he's, all the records, he said, endured for yeah. half a century yeah, or more. There was on,
2: and there's one big record there. I mean, him and Nobby, the only two players ever in England that won the Champions League and the World Cup.
0: Yes, and Nobby Styles, of course. And it's interesting to note about Bobby's character, John, that Shay Brennan and Nobby, both Nobby was your brother-in-law, of course, and Nobby was such a great player, underestimated by everybody apart from Al uh, Ramsey. And Shay, Shay was a lovable rogue, and I mean Bobby, although he was a very serious person in many ways, there would be a twinkle in his eye. I remember being on the coach when I was only a kid, cleaning the boots. But I remember going to a match when I was twelfth man, and I remember Bobby bumming a smoke. <laughs> he didn't smoke, but he bummed one. But he liked the game of cards, and he loved Shay, and he loved Nobby because there, there was always a twinkle in their eyes and there was always yeah. a laugh going on. So he wasn't the kind of...
2: Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there, Em. Yeah. And also, they, they were original Busby babes.
0: Exactly. That's the point I was coming to, that they were... <laughs> sorry,
2: sorry, Em. Sorry to interrupt you.
0: No, no, you're absolutely right, because it's a point I made myself in a piece I wrote, that they were the real deal in terms of the authenticity of their experience. They'd been at the club... At that moment. And, of course, after the Munich air crash, Jimmy Murphy ran the club. He had been Matt's assistant. Jimmy was the coach. Matt Busby wasn't able to... He was not able to come straight back. And Jimmy Murphy was a huge figure, John, in the club. And he was a huge figure. I interviewed Bobby for my Busby book. And the respect, affection and love he had for Jimmy... And he attributed so much of what he achieved to Jimmy's guidance, shall we say coaching they call it now,
2: yeah oh oh yeah, in a big way, I mean jimmy Jimmy was um like I, I came through the ranks, and same as you did the Busby babes and on the got gone to the second team with Jimmy Murphy. Jimmy was the best coach I ever came across. yes, he was a hard he was a hard guy, yeah, me. yeah, no nonsense from him. me tell you off, tell you straight out. Uh, and Bobby, he would have coached Bobby a lot. Yes, he would have been the influence because in those days with with the uh, with the club, Jimmy was the one that looked after the U team and the reserves. Yes, not Matt. You'd, you would, no. you wouldn't see Busby uh, or Matt Busby no. a lot. Jimmy was the man, and Jimmy yes. would tell say, say to the boss, right? He's he's ready or he's not ready. But but you'd have that two or three years influence with Jimmy. Yes. And he was brilliant. Yes, yes. He was brilliant. And Bobby idolised Jimmy because Bobby learned an awful lot, like most players, most young players, from Jimmy Murphy. But Bob, Jimmy was the real influence on Bobby when he was a young fella.
0: Yeah, to convince him as much as anything that he, what he could do and how best to use the gifts that he had. I mean, I was noting, John, Mostly when you see the old footage of Pelé and, you know, the great Stanley Matthews and the players of the past. It looks dated. It looks slower and, you know, much more pedestrian. But when I saw Bobby's stuff at the weekend, he's just as powerful and as quick and as deadly as any of the players play today. And the footage shows that. Oh, yeah, yeah. His gifts were abundant, John, weren't they? Had everything. Yeah,
2: he was. He had everything, Eamon. He was, um, as you say, he was quick. He was two-footed. Uh, he could score goals from 40 yards out with either foot. Yeah. And Bobby did it instinctively, Eamon. Yes. Uh, I never had a conversation. He could
0: pass out as well, couldn't he?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah he could do, do all those things, Amen. And and he he did it instinctively. Yes. In my opinion, in many ways. I never had a discussion
1: with Bobby about the game. Yes for example. Yes.
2: You know, um, it it, it wasn't a a player that was thinking, well, I can go here, I can go there to to, to decay the game. Yeah. He decayed it by getting on the ball. I, I, I might have said to you, I played with Bobby for a few years. Yes. And Bobby was in the inside left position. I was in the inside right position. And there was a lot of times when Bobby got the ball in the old left half position. I was in the right half position in a very good position to receive it. Yeah. Most of the time, I wouldn't get it, yes. right? But just when you were about to say, and I never would say to Bobby, <laughs> for heaven's sake, he's gone past two, three, four players aiming.
1: And the ball's in and the net.
2: <laughs> and he's shot. threatening the goal from 40 yards. Yes. Right? So he didn't need me. Yes. At all. Yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean?
1: I do indeed. Like when I yes. went to
2: Leeds, I was playing with Bremner and we'd we talked to each other. You push over there. But Bobby Bobby didn't like that. No. I, mean, I, I think I might have told you to tell my tell, with Bobby. When, when, when I was playing inside right to his inside left, when you've got a, a goal kick against you, I mean, you balance up. Yes. Because sometimes in, in you playing the inside, you could be get on the left wing, where you get a chance to balance up. Yeah. And when I was doing that, I was in the inside, Bobby, and Bobby used to wander over to me. Yeah. When I was three years younger than Bobby. Yeah. And I say, Bob, push over.
1: Yeah. And after two or three times,
2: it's say, F off. Yes. Leave me alone. Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't yeah. want it.
2: I was disturbing him.
1: Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In, in
2: what he was doing in the game. So, yeah, he, he was, he was a natural. I never had a discussion with Bobby after the game, where where he say, "Look, John, you could do this, I could do that." Yeah,
0: he wasn't into that. No, a pure natural. He just did it. Yes, and but,
2: pure natural. Yeah. Just instinctive, yeah. instinctive stuff with with the ability and the power. To score goals, yes. From from, and I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Forty yards out with yes. either foot, yes. You know, so he didn't need he didn't need anything. Uh, he didn't need anything like that. He just did it. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can
1: already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
2: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Now, after Munich and into the, you know, Busby came back, I don't think he had, he didn't fail, I'm sure, because he was never really in. The man, you know, health-wise and I suppose in many ways that he'd been in terms of drive and that. But he didn't feel he had the time to build another team. So he bought a lot of players into the club. The most yeah. notable was to break the English club record to bring Dennis Law back from Milan. And he paid 147000 John, which is only small change every week. For some of the players that are playing the game now. Yes, oh yeah. I mean, but but Dennis coming back to the club was a big deal. For Busby, he brought no Cantwell, he bought David Heard. he bought Morris Setters and others that you will remember probably. Albert Quickshaw. Albert Quickshaw was the big buy. He broke the British transfer record yeah. to buy Albert for 45000 yeah. from Sheffield Wednesday. That was his first yes. big buy, I think, yeah. during the period I was there. What effect did it have on, say, Nobby, on you, and on Bobby? Because it did make it a very different club from the club that had grown up, the boys that had grown up together and been tutored by Jimmy Murphy. It made it a very different place than the dressing room from training ground and match day. Oh, definitely
2: because I mean, these were different personalities you know strong yeah. personalities Morissette yeah. uh, 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 Noel Cantwell uh, it was different yeah. and because uh, like Matt well Mr. Busby I saw Matt but I don't, yes. want to, don't want to be cheeky but he 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 had the Busby babes as you, you've you mentioned there I mean, yeah, too and they came through Jimmy Murphy and they were all young fellas yes so there was nobody disputing Jimmy Murphy no or Matt Busby. No, but when 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 these lads came in, there was a lot of disputes. Oh, yeah. Busby. I was in the team at the time, Amy. and it was what
1: what's he doing? You know, yeah. so like Matt Matt lost them. Matt,
2: well, the the, the, the season, as you know, uh, we nearly got rele- relegated. Yeah. And, and from, from then on, then he started to introduce the younger players again. Yeah. George Best came into George, the team, Nobby came he, into yes. the team. Yes. And he got rid of those. He got rid of those lads because yeah. they didn't understand the Busby way. They were coming from different clubs as mature players and had their own ideas. You
0: know? Yeah, I tell you a story which I may have told you before and may not have. Noel Cantwell was a great thinker about the game, Noel, and he came from West yeah. Ham where Ron Greenwood and they, he, they were great thinkers about the game and they had ideas about the game and coaching and all of that, whereas at Manchester United it was instinctive. So it was one day in the afternoon when we were still hanging around. We were only apprentices and we were still back. And Noel came back to do a bit of training and I think he was recovering from injury and we were both in the bath together. And he, like I'd been at the club before Noel came. And yeah. he, he said, how are you doing? I said, I'm grand, you know, started I was doing my own thing. And he said, listen, can I ask you a question? And I said, yeah, of course. He says, was this fucking place always like this? He says, it's a fucking shambles. He said, "Nobody's doing any work. Now, you, you'll know what all that means. <laughs> work was yeah. the, the sort of, you know, tactics and all that stuff. And I said, yeah. Sure. And it, what Noel was saying was, and God rest Samad, so that this off-the-cuff thing, this training out in the car park, and it was on the car park, and you could get your shins very sore and your knees very sore very quickly. But that was great training. That was the way, wasn't it, John, of Manchester United? It was. You'd, learn, was, you'd was. learn in the morning playing with great players and against them in the train, in, in in training. Yeah,
2: what, what, the, what the, the, those lads coming into the, club didn't realize yeah. Amen, that most of these young lads came through the U team with Jimmy Murphy yes. Jimmy Murphy was the most knowledgeable person I yes. came across yes. in football Yes, right and this wasn't complicated no. Jimmy Murphy stuff wasn't complicated this is what you do John in the right position this is what you do there all over the pitch this is what you do to the players that in my opinion is coaching
0: yeah, and the other thing was they bought the best y- kids. That was supposed to be one of his ideas. We'd get the best young schoolboys at 14, 15 years of age, and put them in, and they'll learn the game, because they have the gifts. It was not the basic idea.
2: Yeah, well, they did. well, when you go fifteen 15, mean, everybody has a lot to learn. I mean, they're yeah. very gifted in what they do, but they have a lot to learn. That's where Jimmy Murphy came into it. Yes. Jimmy Murphy made the best of her abilities by saying, to, I remember saying to me one time, you know, in the match, this is simple, well, supposed to be simple though. John, you're getting too far ahead of the ball. Yes. You've got to be back and get into the right position, positional yes. sense. Now, uh, Noel Cantwell and Morris Setters never ever talked about that.
0: No. No, no, it'd be
2: more complicated, Damon.
0: Yeah, four two four or four right. three three or
2: whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever you we have got over this servant that. This one, Jimmy Murphy. But people say about football, it's a simple game. Football, in my opinion, is not a simple game, Eamon. It's a it, it's a very anything but simple. And what the great cho- coaches do, like Jimmy Murphy and other people in the game, they reduce it to simplicity by their coaching. Yes, exactly. No counts, well, the Morosettas coaching wasn't simple no no it was more it was more complicated and that's what that's what they didn't understand they yes. didn't come through the ranks with Jimmy Morphy and Saint John you' this and that they, yeah. this was this was real coaching and 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 the players don't forget he was getting the best school by players in England Ireland Scotland and yes. Wales
1: yes yes
2: so they, they actually didn't need much coaching they needed some as I did and everybody did but not complicated stuff. No. So when you got David Herd coming in, these were coming coming from clubs that didn't have the coaching that no. Manchester United had. They thought it was too simple, Eamon.
0: Yeah, and basically what it was building on wasn't some abstract idea, but it was the, the qualities you, John Giles, or you, Bobby Charlton, had innately arrived with. And they were improving exactly. those things. and And then... Yes. And then unifying then those things into a team. Yes, and that was the secret. So that was that the was, magic. That and, was the magic, yeah, John. Yes. It
2: was, yeah, yeah. So when the other lads came in, as you say, with the Noel Cantwell, they they didn't see that. No, they thought it was there was no coaching going on in the way that they they were used to it.
0: One of the simple ways you can put this, John, is great players aren't made; they're born. <laughs> And one example of this was George Best. Yeah. He was in the car park. No one ever coached George. I mean, Jimmy was still there. He was still there when I was there. But they just let him play. And then yeah. he never played many games in the reserves. You know, George c- couldn't get into the reserves. He couldn't get in the youth team, actually, one year when I was there. It was unbelievable. But Buzzy put him straight in the first team. And then mm. straight from the car park, John, and the five sides yeah. into the first team. And that was George unvarnished, uncoached, go for it. And then that was the the spark that started, I think, and ended in 68. But there were a lot of rocky years, weren't there, in between. But throughout that period, there was a tribute to, to Bobby's dedication, commitment to that club, that some of his greatest football was played in those bad years.
2: Yeah, well, well, what happened in, in there, I mean, it, it, it changed fairly quickly. I mean, I left in '63 and, and after we won the cup, but we'd had a bad season. Uh, and I think one by one, uh, Matt got those, the lads that he bought out. Yes. Out, of, yes. out of the team. And, and got yes. back to the, to the Busby Babe situation. Nobody came, came back into yes. Georgie Best came into the back of the team. No, yes. it. all these players yes. left. And if you look at look at the team that yes. won, went on to win the European Cup after a few years, there was, I think, if you look at them, I think they were all Busby Babes. That team that yes. won the European, the, the, maybe the goalkeeper wasn't, but you had Nobby coming into the team, Georgie Best came into the team, uh, Brian Brian, Kader, yeah, Brian came, came in.
0: into the team. Shay Brandon came in and yeah. right back. Tony Dunn, yeah. who came straight from Shelburne. Well, Tony, came. Great player,
2: yeah, Sh- Tony came from. Shelburne Eamon when he was only about 18 or 19 and went on to be one of the great players but he was he was more or less a Busby babe do you know what I mean mean, he he wasn't Tony came in he wasn't saying we don't do this or we don't do this he just got on with the job so Stephanie was the goalkeeper. Jay Brennan Nobby Bill Falk
0: he was just a great natural defender wasn't he John
2: Tony 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 was was just a great
0: natural defender he knew how to defend he (laughs) he didn't have to be taught
2: he was brilliant Tony was brilliant. So yes. I played against Tony when he played for Finbars under fifteen. Yes, and he and he didn't get into international school by international team. He, he wasn't that. He wasn't no, that no. good. But over the two or three years, he matured unbelievably well into a, a really, really top class player.
0: Yeah, but Billy Bean, the great Billy Bean, who was a great scout and knew his stuff, sent Tony over. After I went, I used to meet Tony, we were both messenger boys, so we used to meet in the street, and I told him I was going to Manchester to be a lucky devil. And <laughs> and Tony was playing right back for Shells at the time in the League of Ireland, I remember seeing yes. him. But he, he did yes. become a very a great player and a great natural player. Let me ask you, John, yeah. about playing against Bobby, which you did for Leeds. Yeah. And Jack, of course, was in the Leeds team. How hard was he to play against, and how hard? Because Don Revy was the new school of coaches. How how did you talk about stopping Bobby, and how successful were you? Probably very successful, I suspect.
2: Well, Manchester United were were the better team, aiming when we first got into the first division. You know, yes. But after two years, three years, United went down quite a bit. The as there, we yes. came up right yes Dennis Law got injured and Bob, then Georgie wasn't behaving himself as well so we we actually got on yes. top of United uh, and, that. and Bobby was um, yes uh, it, well, how can I describe Bobby Bobby was a natural in the way that he played he did
0: fighting that. a long battle yeah. yeah but he was playing he always
2: played off the cuff Bobby right now I felt yes. I found when, when I was playing for Leeds I was playing midfield and Billy Bremlin was midfield Um. You could sort of outmaneuver Bobby. Do you know yes. what I mean? I mean? Like limited yeah. field. In other words, positional sense. Bobby played totally off the cuff. Amen. I you know. Yes. And and yes. He, he he used to get exasperated, or oh, that's the right word. When
1: yes, it is. But, yes. But,
2: but but didn't really know how to stop it. If you know what I mean.
0: Yes, yeah, but well you had a you guys had a game plan. No, in other words, so.
2: Bobby played played everything off the cuff. Yeah. And there are certain times in the game, as you know, this game, that there has to be a, a tactical situation. You have to know, look, this is not happening, this is not happening we have to do this, we have to do it. or I have to do this, or I have to do that. Bobby Bobby didn't do that. He didn't, no. He didn't have a knowledge of the game aim and of what he was doing. You know what I mean? Now this this yeah. sounds a bit odd. But when did the other team yeah. have the ball in that? He probably got annoyed on that, but didn't do what needed yeah. to be done yeah. to stop it.
0: Just let me ask you about him as a person, John. I found him always to be a really very special person. There was no vibe of him. There was no big-time Charlie of him. He loved oh, no. Jay and Nobby, and he had a game of cards and a coach. There was no sort of... I'm special. None of that. No, no, no. Bobby Bobby, in the right
1: company loved to sing song. He was a big Sinatra man, Eamon. Right. He loved
2: it, but really? he had you to be in the right that. company. He was very, very particular. Who yes. <laughs> he'd he, he, he have a sing song with. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was, Bobby was He was. He was. He was, he was he no big head in this about Bobby. But it could be a bit grumpy at times, Eamon. You
1: know,
2: he could be moody, Bobby.
1: Yes, yeah.
2: But in the right company of his. Like, I know when, when when I was there now when we were going to. He was a real Busby Babe lad. He loved all the, the, yes. the lads coming in because when we went to London saying that Nobby got in the team, there yes. would always be Bobby, myself, Shay, and Nobby in the, at the table. You know, and there was a four yes. at the table. Yes. Yes, uh, Bobby yes, was very, very, yes. very, very, very like that. I mean, he could It could be, it could be moody, yeah. you know. Uh, but so, we all can be.
0: Yeah, and he didn't like George's antics, and it, I don't think him and George ever hit it off. I don't think he was mad about Dennis either. I don't know. You'd know better. But
2: no, he he wasn't mad about anybody coming in, into the club, I Eamon. he was. You know, yeah. he, he was a Busby Babe man, but he was yes. he was okay. He wasn't really pally with Dennis. He wasn't really pally Paddy Crer and. Uh, I I I I left just as part uh,
0: George Besson you think he, don't, he, he didn't like jokes don't you
2: well he, well, <laughs> he, used, to say, he used to say that a bit I you know it sounds, sounds odd but he was he, he, he could be odd in many ways he could be moody in many ways but but, but decent Damon he
1: yeah, wouldn't do a bad decent, turn
2: to any, he wouldn't do a bad turn to anybody Now uh, no, he could be no. moody no, he, no. He, I had to take him as he was uh, and I got on okay with him, but he, but he could be moody with me. Uh, he, he, Shea was his big yeah. pal; but he could be he could be moody with anybody. Yeah. That's the way he was. And I think, especially imi- immediately after the Unigar disaster, like Bobby
1: changed yes. after that. Yeah.
2: You know, he had so much responsibility. Yes. yes. He was. He, 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 he was. Yes. like 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 taking the enjoyment out of somebody. He was so busy and and, yes. and so responsible yes. for the team, but as a person. I really like Bobby. I, I thought he was a, a decent, yes. genuine
0: person. Yes, and of course, it's always important to remember he lost so many of his dear friends, Eddie Coleman, Duncan Edwards, and he loved Duncan, didn't he, John? And they were in digs together. Oh, yeah. You're great admiration you uh, We were talking about for, it last week. You said he, he was... Yeah. Yes. Yes. Duncan was a few months older than him, wasn't he? Mo- not much older.
2: Bobby, in my opinion, is a really good lad. As we say in our terms, he's a really good lad. Yes. In the right yes. company, he'd be singing his head off Sinatra stuff. You know? Uh, yes. In the right company. Uh, yeah, Bobby yeah, yeah, had yeah. to be in the right company. Uh, or else he wouldn't. Or he, th- yeah. he, wouldn't, he, wouldn't no, he wouldn't mix, mix easily. But, but, but yes, yeah, I understand decent. that. Yeah. And in, f- in football terms, I often said to you when you were a young for leaving, he was the best player I ever yeah. played. with, he was the best player I ever played against.
0: Yes, and that's as fine a tribute as you could pay him, John. And we were going to talk about the Premier League. I'll just I'll tell you, Spurs are top, and we'll talk about the Premier League
1: yeah. next yeah,
0: week. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, John. Thank you very much. We're grateful to John, of course, for that very special memories and uh, tribute to Sir Bobby Charlton we're grateful to John to all of you for listening that's all we have time for now we'll talk to you soon